This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Image Comics. Image Comics, we started in the 90s with a bunch of ragtag rebels from Marvel. And we've grown into what you see before you. Hundreds and hundreds of comics released each and every year in a variety of genres, but all kind of supernatural-ish. So, check out Image Comics for incredible variety of comics that are all kind of supernatural-ish. I'm not even close. Are we just going with it? I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek out next week. Episode number 864 for comics originally coming out November the 7th and November the 8th. Drew, don't remind me how many shopping days we have left till Christmas. It'll just give me heartburn. But do yeah. remind me what's coming out in local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. But first, you got anything else for me? It's not like, is it like... um? 28 sleeps or something like that. Yes. Christmas. <laughs> Some ridiculous thing like that. 48, 38. I don't know. You've um, only got nine Fridays. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I can't, can't keep. Well, um, the chat, the chat GPT gods um, have been hard on you lately. Yes, and, they have. Uh, the listener says, uh, listeners say that, um, being a little, giving you some tough, tough questions. You've always been a fan of me failing at things. So, so, both the robot overlords uh, and myself uh, are giving you a couple softballs. Today. Hey, so so, but if I if I completely drop the ball on these, it's 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 not the robot overlords. This is just proof it's me. It's just proof that yeah, you are functionally um, illiterate. Um, yes, <laughs> we uh, needed to take up a collection and maybe send you to an island somewhere. There we you, go. If you if you don't do well on these, yeah. I'm I'm saying you have to get. Uh, eighty, ninety percent. There's these. a Jeffrey Epstein joke in there, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> not that one. Um, top ten Star Wars characters. Oh my goodness! Number one, Han Solo. Uh, that is four. Han comes in at four. Number one, Darth Vader. Darth Vader comes in at three. Jeez, Luke. Luke is number one. Leia. Number two, Yoda. Number five. You have the top five. Obi Wan. Obi-Wan is six. Chewbacca. Chewbacca is nine. Oh, that's C3EPO. Uh, eight. RDUD2. Seven. Okay, and the number, the tenth one. Yeah, so you have one left. Emperor Palpatine. Uh, Palpatine is 17th. Boba. Boba is 10. Yeah. Boba is 10. Boom, boom, boom. More. You did it. <laughs> Those you, people and their Boba love. You, you crushed this. 10 for 10. Very nice. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> top 20 Transformers. Ooh. Top 10. I'm sorry, top 10 Transformers. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is number one. Megatron. Number three. Bumblebee. Bumblebee is two. Starscream. Four. Jazz. Jazz is number 10. Jazz is one of my personal favorites. When he was a Porsche, not when they turned him into some weird Pontiac during the movies. Not oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Shockwave. Shockwave is 11. Did I say Starscream? Uh, you did. He was four. Oh, I wonder if the dinosaur. Grimlock. Grimlock is number six. Yeah. He said Shockwave. No, Soundwave. Soundwave is number five. Yeah, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense. Rumble. Uh, no Rumble. I get Slag and Ironhide confused. I'm going with Ironhide. Ironhide is number nine. Yeah. You have one left, I think. No, two. Two left. 
You have seven and eight. So you have Optimus, Bumblebee, Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave, Grimlock. Seven, eight, you don't have. Then I think you said Ironhide and you yeah. said Jazz. Yeah. So you're missing two. Man, I can't remember any of the other stupid. Ooh, I don't know. Nobody's good. That one's too old. Man, my Prowl. Prowl. Prowl is 18. Laserbeak. Laserbeak. No. It's the, it's the little pterodactyl-looking one. No. Mirage? No. Hot Rod. That's just a movie guy. He wouldn't be in there. No. If it's any, if it's any consolation, I don't know either one of these, but. Devastator. Devastator's 14. Ooh. Okay. I'm just uh, going through who I know in the back of my head. Am I, I'm going through all my figures. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of you, though. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, Who's the female ones? There's like RC. RC is 12. Omega. Oh, Ravage. Did I say Ravage? Yeah, I said Ravage. I think you said Ravage. Unicron is the planet. Not on here. Omega Supreme is the 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 one that turned into a big towering thing. No. <sighs> That's all I got. Ratchet? Oh, yes. Ratchet comes in at number seven. And yes. a Wheeljack comes in at eight. Wheeljack. Yes. <laughs> but pretty, pretty good. You got that. 80% there and 100% of the Star Wars. So I'm I'm very, very proud of you. Uh, I'm the first, very the mad first... I missed Wheeljack. Wheeljack is one of my favorites. <sighs> what What is Wheeljack? He had, like, if you looked at his face, he had the three lines on his face. He was he was kind of like the second hand. He was the number two. Oh, yeah. it was a big deal. Okay. Yep. When I first asked this question to uh, the chat GPT overlords, uh, they gave me uh, the top ten types of Transformers uh, architectural frameworks. <laughs> um, and that was very, very confusing. And I was like, these, these I don't recognize these. I don't know what <laughs> these are. Funny. So you got to be careful. That's awesome. You be careful what you're asking. Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need as you know our lcs is cowabunga comics lake country wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics back issues gaming retro video games vinyl and figures give them a call 262-569-9999 
Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Um, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics. All right, let's shoot on over and take a look at uh, our good friends at Cover Price with their weekly top 20 and get back to Kyle doing the top 10 because that felt weird last week. <laughs> Did it? You starting her off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, at rank number one, The Amazing Spider-Man 36, The Arthur Adams 1 in 25. This book introduces the repossessor. Rep- rep- R-E-P-O-S-S-E-S-S-O-R. The repossessor. The re- repossessor. Yeah. You can tell you're privileged because you've never had anything repossessed or known what a that repossessor might that be. Yeah. So you're showing your privilege there, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to have a car worth having car payments. In order to repossessed. <laughs> My first car was $300 and I had to fix the head gasket myself. <laughs> Oh, the repossessor is a demonic retro repo man. Holy crap, it is a repo man. Unearthed by Goblin Queen to reclaim her children. (laughs) Does he drive like a wrecker? That's awesome. Uh, That would be awesome. However, that's not the only aspect capturing the community's attention. The one in 25 Arthur Adams variant features a black cat has generated considerable interest. Much like Catwoman and Harley Quinn, Black Cat has a dedicated fan base that eagerly collects variant covers featuring her. While her appearances may be less frequent, fans are always enthusiastic when she takes center stage. 66 copies, $60 high sale for a raw, that's good on 125 and fair market value, 39 bucks. At rank two, Universal Monsters Dracula, number one. Gabriel Rodriguez, Lunar Retailer, thank you. So this is another one of those books that they send the retailer one of them, and then the retailer immediately puts it on eBay. <laughs> the community had this book on its radar for some time. When news spread that James Tinian and the Force was working on a Dracula project, fans eagerly anticipated its release. Tinian's expertise in horror heightened expectations, and the book coincidentally arrived just before Halloween. A fortunate few secured this one-per-store thank-you variant. One of 11 variants this book received. Those who missed out were determined to acquire a copy in the aftermarket, perfectly timed for the spooky season. 56 copies on the secondary market, 50 bucks for alls, was the high. It'd be good for 40 if you're looking real good. At rank three, spawn number one. Holy crap, there's a billion. 37 more. CGC 9.8's back up to 200 bucks. They're giving 35 bucks for this book. Dazzler Volume 1, which I just found out I have sitting back there. I just found awesome. out I have that whole run of Dazzler. Really? So yeah. You know you've never read those. I know no, you No, no, no. I just, I legit bought them as a flip and set them in a short box. And then I was like, oh, crap. And now, so do you, okay, sidebar. Yes. Do you think Taylor Swift is playing Dazzler? Yes, 100%. Okay. So then don't sell now. Now is when you hold them. And as soon as she is. No. No, 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 huh? no. I, no. I was having this conversation with Mike last week. Okay, I apologize. I don't listen to your podcast, sir. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm, I, I, I think I was right. I think he may have disagreed with me. I don't know. Um, but it's, I think, or maybe this was you two weeks ago that we talked about. It's going to be a, it's like a cameo thing. Like they're going to, it's going to be like a Deadpool kills the universe situation where she's on for a second, gets killed, 
and then they're like, oh, that was that was it. That was the the that was well, the dazzler. So you okay, need to so, you need so to sell at the we height. Need to happen, no, the here's what we need to happen. We need to have a trailer come out with her in it, and that's yes. when you sell. When it's yes. when it's been Don't confirmed. Don't wait for the movie though. Do not. And wait we get the Swifties making their first eBay accounts. Yes, and but but do I would not wait till the movie releases because I think you're going to be disappointed, and I think everybody's going to be disappointed. It's going to be short lived. But the 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 popular thing has been the highs for sale and stuff has just has been before things come out when right. when you know yes. the cycle yes. is high. Yes, but I, I guess I got confused when you said hold until the movie comes out. No, I don't want the movie to come out. I want the I want the announcement to come. I want it to be official. You want to see the trailer? Yeah. Well, again, that's only if she's in it. You want to see her in the trailer, right? Yes, because like we never saw Brad Pitt in. Uh, Deadpool 2 until we actually saw the movie. I don't remember Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2. He was the invisible guy that you only saw when he died. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a good joke. Yeah, I forgot. Forgot forgot that completely. Dazzler won. 43 copies. 277 for season 9.8. Near Mint's 21 bucks. At rank 5, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Volume 8. Or Volume 1, number 8. Black Suit Spidey. 32 copies. $650 for CGC 9.8. $127. And that's only if it's very fine. Doesn't even need to be near it. Um, how many how many Dazzlers do you th- of the run do you think you have? What is that run? That run is... I, I think it's all of that run. You, you did all that run set. out of like quarter bin? No, I bought it all as a set. Oh, wow. Five, ten, six years ago. Wow. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. I'm sure you didn't pay anything. No, no. I think it was like... 25 bucks for the whole set or something crazy. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I think that, yeah, you're exactly right. That would be a great flip when the hype, the Swifties are at their height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good idea. Rank six, fantastic four, volume one, number 164. Why Frankie Ray has already been mentioned. This is the book where she first appears alongside Crusader, AKA Marvel boy before their involvement with Galactus. When rumors began to circulate that the first female herald of Galactus would take her, make her MCU debut, the community quickly embraced this book. Typically, the first appearance of an alter ego fetches higher prices in the aftermarket, but this book takes a different approach. It features the character behind the alter ego, Nova, and commands nearly double the price for a CGC 9.8 copy. This is likely due to the double first appearance and the expectation that Marvel will likely retain the name Frankie Ray, but introduce an alternate alter ego name this book is also less common than 244 as reflected in its pricing with 18 copies only being sold in the secondary market a grand for a cgc 9.8 and fines 15 dollars huh. beneath the trees where nobody sees number one i love this patrick horvath cover right as soon as i saw that i thought it was really cool and i hear it's a good read so I'm going to have to jump on this. IDW isn't typically... That was all. That was Kyle's conjecture. IDW isn't typically known for its dark and gruesome titles, but this book has defined expectations. It gained immediate attention upon release, with affordable copies quickly disappearing online. The consensus within the community is that this book demands adaptation, even without substantial content. The concept of anthropomorphic animals confronting a serial killer has captured the imagination. It's a unique blend of horror and the classic animal storybooks of Richard Scarry, attracting a dedicated following. To quote comic enthusiast Pat Nowswold, finally, murder and forensics are adorable. With 10 copies sold in the secondary market, $34 for Rawls, 13 if you're looking for just near mints. Uh, all that, all that for, well, I guess 34 is pretty good for yeah. a book that just came out just to cover A. 
and mm-hmm. I, and I it completely slipped my radar. It was not. And they're talking, you know, IDW isn't typically known for its dark and gruesome titles, but they lost all their adaptive properties, so they're going to have to be known for something because yeah. they don't have Transformers, they don't have GI Joe, any of that crap anymore. So yeah, if they lost. don't find something to grab on, they ain't going to be known for nothing. Did they lose? Um, they lost Star Wars license too, right? That went yeah. to Dark Horse. Yep. Yeah. Dummy. At rank Hank, Fantastic Four two forty four. We talked about this earlier. Nova. While it's not the Nova from the Nova Corps, but rather a Taito. Frankie assumes is a herald. Despite that lack of confirmation, fans are eagerly picking up this book. 24 copies, 460 for CGC 10.8, fines for 22 bucks. The Omega Men. Volume one, number three. Lobo, Lobo, Lobo. Lobo, 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 Lobo. While nothing is confirmed, <laughs> fan continues to snatch this book week after week. The demand remains strong. 20 copies, CGC 9.8 for 380 and near mints, $84. And Wolverine 36, the Ryan Stegman regular. This is Helverine continuing to continue with the Weapon of Vengeance storyline. The second print one in 25 retail incentive has already achieved impressive rolls at $79, and that continues to rise. But this one has 21 copies of this, CGC 9.8 for 120 bucks, and $23 for near. Uh, we've got at rank 11, Void Rivals. Number five, the Jai Lee one in 50. Didn't know about this one. Missed this one somehow. 17 yeah. copies of it sold. 115 bucks for a raw. And then regular near mints around 100. That's pretty cool. I missed out on this completely. Um, good book, though. Well, man, the fifth issue was awesome. Um, Way drive those in general. Is it, is, what's their cycle? Are they doing five, then trade? Well, this, I don't know. Probably six. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like a storyline break. Didn't feel like a trade break. But man, you know how he does those final page splash mm-hmm. cliffhangers. So yep, yep. they could. Uh, but I would think it would be six. Standard six. Sounds good. Um, at rank twelve, we have Ghost Rider seventeen, the Bjorn Barons, which is oh, another cool Bjorn Barons cover. Man, um, we love these. We Go Gaga over them. From day one, Bjorn Barons. Yeah. From day one. Seven copies, though. A lot. I sell 50. And near mints going on average around 33 bucks. At rank 13, we have the Ryan Stegman Ghost Rider 17. Weapons of Vengeance uh, crossover. Uh, Let's see. Helverine. Is more Helverine? Yep. Oh, so this is the... This is this is the arguable Helverine first appearance now. Are we doing that? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh high sale of twenty five for a raw. I don't I don't want to play that game. Uh rank fourteen we have Ultimate Fallout number four. That of course is Miles Morales. Twenty one copies of this one sold. High sale of fourteen hundred for a CGC nine point eight. Rawls around three hundred and ninety three dollars. At rank Fifteen, we have Bloodstrike. This is the Rob Liefeld creation. Um, they are moving on this because he did a trailer. Um, Twenty-eight more copies of this sold with a high sale of a hundred bucks for a CGC 9.8. But current rolls are around cover price, a little over at five bucks. At rank sixteen, we have Web of Spider-Man, number one, one of my favorite early covers, black suit covers. Uh, high sale of. How many sold? 19 copies sold. High sale of 
177.50 for a 9.8. Raw is around 28 bucks. I'm guessing there's a ton of these out there. Um, at rank 17, we have Godzilla, uh, number one, the regular cover. Um, we move 16 copies of this with a high sale of $225 for a CGC 9.6. Current near mints going for around 59 bucks. At rank 18, we have Nova number one, uh, 15 copies sold, high sale of 285 for a CGC 9.6, and Raw's around 67 bucks. And what are we doing? This was this was the Frankie Ray cover or Nova. And then at rank 19, we have Spider-Man number one, Silver. And this is a spoiler for the Spider-Man 2 video game, I guess. Is that what we're talking about? We tracked 23 copies with a high sale of 118 for a CGC 9.8. Current raw around 12 bucks because there's new suits in the game. I gotcha. And at rank 20, we have Wolverine number three. Uh, this doesn't have any flashy first appearance, but it's a classic um, book with the great cover. He's uh, uh, 12 copies of this move with a high sale of $245 for a CGC 9.8. Um, very fine average copies going for 19 bucks. So I would go with, go, go, go with the raw. With that, Kyle, we're going to slide on over and we are going to go take a look at Image. And some of the comics that they have coming out in January. All right, where are we headed to now, sir? We're heading over to our image catalog, right? Yes. All right, and the image catalog becoming more and more of a big deal lately with all the different new things that I've loved as a child being included in it. <laughs> and here we get one more of them. We are starting off with Cobra Commander number one. Joshua Williamson writing it, too. He was doing their Duke, so that's awesome. Oh, he's doing and, Duke as well? Yeah. Wow. And so, okay. So that cover B is like the retro cover, and that's David Aha, Drew. How cool is, is that? Is it? Yeah. Wow. Not classic Aha. Nothing, nothing, you know, particularly Aha-ish, except for kind of some of the color work maybe and some of the way the the machinery is in the background. But that is pretty cool. I'm excited it, for that. It is pretty good, but it does not look like Aha at all. I would have never guessed. Yeah. Yeah. The rise of Cobra begins here in a world where the Cobra organization has informed one man's sinister plans to utilize the mysterious alien substance known as Energon. Send shockwaves across the globe because, Drew, we are in the Energon universe, which is, I guess, a energy source. Well, that's that's the Transformers energy source. So, oh, that's right. This is all proof in the pudding that both Transformers and G.I. Joe are in the same world. So just FYI on that. Gotcha. But, and this is a five issue series. Okay. So we're not going to spend a lot of time here. No, we're just going to kind of get some origin stuff. Yeah, exactly. But like, we've got, you know, if you scroll through some of these preview pages, we got blood and stuff. Like we're going hardcore with, with, uh, with Cobra Commander. We're not pulling punches. And I like that. You know, I don't know that I've ever seen blood spatter from Cobra Commander before. Okay, we'll take okay. it. And the second one we're going to talk about is Moon Man, number one, from the mu- musician Kid Cuddy. I don't know Kid Cuddy, but I do know Kyle Higgins. So, that's awesome. Is Kid Cuddy a rapper? Yeah, hip-hop. Gotcha. He says. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, this will be 
out pretty fresh in 2024. Ramon is ready for a quiet life. Whatever went wrong on that failed moon mission, whatever happened in the missing minutes, the cameras didn't capture. All he really wants is to settle down back home. With those missing minutes, hold an earth-shattering secret. And with all eyes turned to him, Ramon will soon find himself becoming something the world has never seen before. I hope so, this is um, not final art. Oh, the end, yeah. Um, and then they're kind of they're kind of spoiling the lead here because it says here science fiction superheroes. So oh. kind of. I'm imagining we're getting a generic Fantastic Four type thing here. Oh. You're asking me. Oh, that's great. That's what Image needs, more suits. Well, I mean, it's Kyle Higger, Higgins from the Radiant Black world, so ta-da. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Could you guffaw a little bit more? Yeah. All right, now we have a one-shot, Drew. Yeah, a just throw everybody. 64-page one-shot from Jeff Johns, Brad Meltzer, Peter J. Tomasi, Lamont Meiji, and Maytal Zikt. This is a powerhouse creative collective that collides into comics, introduces an all-new shared universe of strange, fun, exciting, and action-packed characters. Geiger, Redcoat, Rook, the Rockefellers, Rocketfellers, and many, many more. What ties them all together? Uh, This stupid made-up universe, I guess. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't think, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want a shared universe. I don't want my universes mingling. I like my peanut butter over there, my chocolate over there. Don't get your gravy all over my mashed potatoes. Man. One thing we do love is Spawn 350, a 32-year-in-the-making story. This industry mainstay title that has constantly outsold some of the biggest names in comic book industry will reveal to readers who will finally sit on the vacant throat of hell. 48 pages, $5. We have a Todd McFarlane cover B and a Todd McFarlane cover F. Do not have. I don't even think I'm like, like I think I checked in on issue 300. I think I might have checked in on that. Just to read it, but I'm not checking in on 350. Maybe you refuse the, to check in. Yeah, no, I think I'm. I think I'm. You know, Spawn. Most of Spawn has been read without me. Uh, I read a lot of Spawn in the early days. Took a lot of time off, and then popped in and out. And I'm, I'm pretty good with being out. I think I'm okay. You made with Spawn it. what it is now, and you've handed it to the next yeah. generation. Yeah, I've I've handed the baton off to. Everybody who's buying it now. What about the colonized? Another one shot with Chris Rial and Drew Moss on art with a Francesco Francavia cover. So it looks a lot like After Life with Archie. Yeah, yeah, very much like that. Very much yeah. like that. This is a cult in supernatural horror. Um, as a second generation off the gritter, Huxley Robertson is dealing with both loss and the elders pushback against his plans for a fully sustainable town. Sounds cool. I like that. Too bad it's just a one shot. What was our off the grid book that we used to like so much? Yeah, it was a good one too. It was an image book. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, really. (laughs) Great book. What? No clue what it is. Yeah, it was a long time ago. That was like 2012s. It really was a long time ago. Um, But yeah, the arts, arts looking pretty good. It looks kind of like aliens, though. I didn't catch that off the... Oh, 
I guess they are aliens. Yeah, that was in the first line of the synopsis. <laughs> I skipped, skimmed right over that. There you go. We have Packless number zero from Dustin Weaver. In this special standalone issue, a diverse collection of never-before-published comics from creator Dustin Weaver. It's got superhero action, space opera, space comedy, cyberpunk, slice of life, and hard-boiled anthropomorphic mice. <gasps> there they are, a team in the cover. Much of this material is not likely to be collected later. Do you remember, Kyle, when we'd go to the comic shop after Christmas for their mm-hmm. New Year's dime sale? Yes. And they'd pull up these old dusty long boxes from the 90s and throw them mm-hmm. out and be like yeah you can have anything in there for a dime yeah exactly this is this would be in there this would be in those <laughs> this Absolutely. looks exactly what would be in there uh you'd be like what is what is this i've never heard of this these people or this publisher it's selling us these copies for comics for a dime and if we bought enough they gave us the long box for free <laughs> Yeah, yep, exactly. Oh, The Weatherman is back with Volume 3. I forgot about that thing, starting a new story arc. Not to be confused with Nicolas Cage's The Weatherman. Yes, a little different. Deadly Class puts together a compendium, one of my favorite runs of Brick Remenders. Enjoyed this an awful lot. Wow, 1 through 56 plus the one shot. Dang. Now that yeah. All for 60, that's actually a really good deal. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a deal. Yeah, let's say you're calling up Cowbunga and you're getting that for like 30 bucks. Min- yeah, that's insane. Yep. Uh, Haunt You to the End. This is a Rodney, Ryan, Katie, Andrea Muti book. And it's a ghost story for the end of the world. And it's a collection of the first five issues of Haunt You to the End, which I must have missed. I don't remember this one. And Hell We Fight is collected. I Hate Fairyland, Volume 6, Click, Click, Boom, Monstrous Gets a Deluxe Hardcover, Volume 2, There's a Normal Man Omnibus. I love Monstrous' Collected Edition covers. I love what they do. You need to read the damn thing, man. You're always whining around about it. I know. I read the first. I I own, like, the first 20 of them. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That counts. You're allowed, then. The Savage Strength of Starstorm? Don't know that one. What's collected? Scorched is collected. Boar spawn. Bunches of spawn trades. We got 350. We might as well talk yeah. about the back material. Lots of lots of spawn trades and spawn universe trades. Antarctica it's, hits issue seven of ten. Uh, did I read yeah. this? I don't think I have. <laughs> Simon Cradant. Pr- 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 Jesus. Simon Kudransky's Blood Commandment. Uh, I don't remember this one either. Wicked. Maybe it's not out yet. Or I just missed it. Surviving a vampire. Bloodrick number two of three by Andrew Cronkey. I know I haven't read that one. Uh, Action adventure, fairy tale, folk tale, legends and mythology. Charles Soule gives us The Bloody Dozen, A Tale of the Shrouded College, its second issue. Along I with like the, the cover C. Yeah, who's doing that one? That is... Uh, Will Sliney. Really good. That one also not out yet, so I can't tell you if it's any good. Uh, Tenement, Bone Orchard, uh, 8 of 10. I skipped this one, so also can't tell you if it's any good. You skipped the Jeff Lemire? What? I did. He was doing too much. I couldn't keep up. Maria Lovett's Crave. Probably not reading this, but might glance at the pictures. <laughs> it's erotica, a romance, and crime and mystery. 
Ooh. Creep Show gets its fifth and final. Kelly Thompson's finishing the miniseries. Along with, uh, I don't see her. Where do you see her at? Say what? For the call? No, I was at Creep Show. I'm sorry. Oh, I skipped right. But that's, that's not even, I ain't looking at those pictures. <laughs> yeah, the call's finishing up. That's really good, Kyle. I've read the first two. They're really good. Yeah. Uh, Dark Ride hits 11. Skip that one. Did you see the Aladdin cover D? I'm sorry, the Aladdin VHS cover D. Where am I at? Dark Ride 11. Oh, that's hilarious. Skybound is in the Disney font, and then it's got the the white backing and the curvature to the left. It's just like those big DVD cases or uh, big VHS cases. Very cool. Yeah, I like that. Destiny's Gate finishes up. Ryan Katie getting a lot of pages in here. <laughs> Deviant hits three of nine. That's a James Tinian book. There's your Duke. Yeah, yeah, two of five. Also a five issue. So after these two miniseries, then they might like explore other characters for miniseries. Oh yeah, there, there. I, I will, I will, you know, put my children on the line that there will be a Snake a series or eleven. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Uh, Dad was wrong about this comic <laughs> prediction. You're gonna have to go yeah. with this nice young man. <laughs> The Enfield Gang finishes up with its sixth issue. I was thinking it was going to be longer than that. I didn't realize it was only six issues. Mm. Um, Jeff Demir's Fish Flies, also sitting on this one. Haven't read it. Cover B is adorable. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't kind of fit the other motif, does it? Mm. And then Larry Hama bringing the heat back with G.I. Joe, a real American hero, 303. I'm curious. I wonder if it's like exactly like it was over at IDW. Like, there's like no discernible difference. I think IDW said we're marketing to kids, whereas I think we've already seen that they might be skewing a little more adult. <laughs> yeah. At least they did with Cobra Commander. Now that, yeah, they're doing teach age 12 and up, so maybe not. But uh. Oh, this hack slash, final issue of this hack slash. I love that she fell asleep at her desk and somebody drew a dick on her face. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> No, the dog did it because he has the permanent marker in his mouth. Oh, the dog drew a dick. And on he her even face. drew the, drew the little S that we all drew in school on our notebooks on her forehead. That weird little S that we all did. Just me. Okay. What S are you talking about? On oh, her forehead. That, oh, the yeah, that S. Yeah. The bubble S. Exactly. Very cool. Very. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. This you know first what? this first issue was um it was like a a hack slash school. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's like a Hackslash Academy, That's where, awesome. where she goes and is learning how to, you know, survive. In She's this learning world. how to have both hack and slash. About yeah, so it's like I guess prequely. Um, so I didn't think I'd like it, but it was really good. Really good. Hexagon Bridge has interesting covers, and I still haven't read the first one. I need to. I know nothing about the plot or anything. No. I just know I like the covers. Yeah, covers are very cool. The Andy Sandberg book, it's issue three. Oh, yeah. The, the Holy the Roller. The freaking bowling thing. Um, I love Bates. how we never mentioned that it's also Rick Remender. We just went by. Oh, yeah. Rick Remender's also on it. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's not moving the needle, though, like uh, Andy Sandberg would with the uh, non-readers. This is true. But you and I, I would not describe as. That's true. That's true. And Can you Cap- make a righteous figure? Yeah. And uh, Captera finishes up. The Chip Zdarsky book. What will Zdarsky do now? 
Oh, probably one of the other 70 things he's got his fingers in. <laughs> That's a cool kill, your darlings, and how creepy B&D cover. Yeah, it is. Camp, yeah, that's that is pretty cool. That was good. The first issue was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Wish I was reading Philadelphia, but I stopped. This Spawn cover, King Spawn cover, looks like a Brubaker book. Yeah, like a crime noir. Yeah. Local man hits nine. Love Everlasting. Really good cover, A and C. Really good cover, C. Yes, for sure. Midlife or How to Hero at 50 hits issue four. Keep trying to read this and I. Just on the mood. Newburn at 14. That one I have no problem reading as soon as it comes out. It's so good. Go. It's one of those books that you're just like, you know what? This thing can just go on forever. And I would I would like it. I want to live in this world. So does it have a backup? Plus the party enters the dragon's lair in a search for a score and loaded dice by Amy Chase and Fabian. So they've got a whole nother. Yeah, there's a little backup. It's not the greatest. Gotcha. Um, But still, it's. It's pretty cool. I enjoy it. Knights. I don't believe I've read this one yet. Weird cover. Yeah. Our Bones Dust. No, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> you just skip any massive first title. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to. It just happens. It ain't, it ain't speaking your language. There's no need to. Yeah. Petrol Head hits issue three. Phantom Road at eight. Her Evil. Good old Merca and Dolfo. Very good. Stick some more cat heads on there. <laughs> and your boy Kyle Higgins with Radiant Black. More massive verse. Sacrificers ending at six. Or I'm sorry, just ending their story arc at six. Yeah. Recommender yes. book. Love the cover B. Love that cover. It's creepy. Schlub. Yeah, I read the first issue, didn't love it. Not reading anymore. Why are we doing show a spawn title, show seven other books, show a spawn title? Show seven other books. Show us Bond title. Put them together. Well, I think um, I think I'm the reason why because I just would just slip right through them. <laughs> gotcha. This way they make me ponder it for a second more than I would if I was just blowing through them all. Siphon hits number three. Oh, this is volume two. Terror War is at nine and finishing up. Transformers. Ooh, Kyle. We got a spoiler cover. Covery. Did the you read that first in issue? 50 spoilers. No, I need to. I've just been not at home. I think um it'll take you 10 minutes. I think you should take the time. I'm yeah. curious what you think of the reboot. When the Decepticons attack the Autobots at their weakest moment, an unlikely new hero joins the battle. With humans and Transformer robots, lives at stake, can Optimus Prime unlock the true power behind the Matrix of Leadership to save them both? Awesome. Undiscovered Country 29, good old Snyder and Soul. Yeah, I'm surprised that's still a thing. Oh, wow, Tinian's Universal Monsters is already ending. Forgot it was only a four issue. wonder yeah. if they'll move on to, like, Loch Ness Monster or something after that. Well, I mean, <gasps> if they're smart, they'd give him all of the monsters to Speaking do. Speaking of smart, do you see who's doing the cover B that we're not seeing? Oh, Jenny Frizen doing a Dracula. Male character from Jenny Frizen? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. The Walking Dead hits 80 and 81. World Trees at 7. And I believe that's it. That's going to die right there. Not too hit, shabby. Hit the wall. Full stop at 86. Did I not see Void Rivals? Yeah. You, didn't you ask me about Void Rivals? Oh, no. That yeah. was uh, that was back that in the was the Yeah. Is it on a straight break, I'm guessing, then? Um, yeah. M- I may, must be. Maybe I was c- completely wrong. Interesting. Interesting. So, image doesn't. Is, I mean, I mean, I wasn't blown away. 
anything there. Uh, I guess Cobra Commander got got its hooked in in you a little. Yeah, but not me. But then it's just more of the same, and they're actually finishing the series is up. Yeah, yeah. So, so somehow they got 86 pages there, but it didn't feel like it. Yeah. Let's slide over to the hot 10. See what's happening over hot there. Hot 10 from our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. Slide over and look at their books for November the 3rd, 2023. And at rank number one, they have Ghost Rider 17. It's a rarity these days for a non-ratio incentive to spike like this on the aftermarket. It harkens back to the good old days of Wednesday Warring, where you could look for a regular cover A or non-incentive variant on your LCL shelf that's spiking in the aftermarket. But following up on the outside looking in last week, this issue makes a splash this week as cover A's are now hitting $25, while Baron's variants hit a high of, of course, our good buddy Bjorn Baron. At break two, Beneath the Trees, where nobody sees, number one, this one is a slow gainer. Released a couple weeks ago, prices on the cover A are now at 20 to $25. There are variants and uh, even a 1 in 25 incentive for this book. But we're encouraged to see the regular cover A is still the desired one. I guess there are more fans looking for a serial-killing bear than we might have thought upon its initial release. At rank three, Uncanny Avengers number three, the one in 50 Arthur Adams cover. was watching this one last week because, like the Psylocke cover, but last week there were only a few sales and most under the ratio. This week, however, there still aren't many sales, but the prices have gone from 45 to 70 to the most recent high sale of $100, double ratio. At rank four, we have Highlander Zero. About 20 sales last week following news that the remake starring Henry Cavill, as directed by John Wick's Chad Stalhansky, is still on the way. This was only a 25-cent comic when it came out, so even the copies selling for $2 are a huge premium. But copies (laughs) have reached as high as $25, which is a ridiculous return on your 25-cent investment. At Ring 5, we have Star Wars. The Hyperspace Stories, number 10. Both covers are selling on this new release, and both feature The Bad Batch. Prices have quickly risen from cover price to 10 to $15, as the week has gone on with over 40 individuals. Predator vs. Wolverine, number 1. The second print, 1 in 25. This is, of course, the second print ratio trend that we've seen quite a bit lately. It's a slow week when I have a second print incentive on the list, but a few sales this week in the $50 to $60 range with a high sale of $95. That high sale was the most recent sale as well. Time will tell if that is a trend or an outlier. At rank 7, Street Fighter Omega number 1, The Secret Appreciation. Another secret cover released this week to retailers. This one doesn't have the traction of the last couple secret drops, but still, about a $15 book if you can get your LCS's copy. And at rank 10, a book that Kyle has sitting right there. The Amazing Spider-Man number 4, The 1 in 10. Only a handful of sales, but volume more than doubled what it has been in the last few weeks. While CGC 9.8's maintained a consistent $400 more, there was a raw that hit 275 which is up considerably from the previous $150 raw sale on 10-14. Amazing Spider-Man 36, The 1 in 25. This is the black cat that we talked about earlier. Uh, it's continuing to do well. Why is this one back on the list again? Well, with another 40 sales, it not only increased in volume, but average sales have also increased to $50. And at rank 10, Dracula number one retailer. Thank you from that James Tinian book. Back on the list again as the volume remained pretty consistent with another 40 copies sold, but the average price has increased from 40 to 60. 
and they have been doing these extra notable sales sections at the bottom. We have Action Comics 686, the DCU variant. Not the easiest to find DCU variant, and definitely one of the pricier ones. On a $900 asking price, wow. the seller accepted $505. Now, how do you how do you know what they accepted? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Unless you bought it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And Adam number 19, a CGC 9.4. This week at Heritage, a CGC 9.4 sold for $780. That's really double the last 9.4 that sold in July of 2022 for $420. There are only five 9.6s and no sales since 2014 on that grade. So this is the highest grade in circulation as there are no 9.8s. Wow, interesting. And 9.4 yeah. is the highest in circulation. Yeah. Very cool. All right, man. It's time to give the people what they want, what they came to see here. Uh, the sneak peek at next week. That's right. Our new releases for things coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. We're going to start with our Tuesday releases coming from Lunar Distributions and see what they've got here. We've got the absolute Batman, the Court of Owls hardcover, the 2023 edition. This seems to keep coming back around. This, of course, has Batman 1 through 11, um, Batman number 1, and all that fun stuff with the Court of Owls. I I liked the simple tray that came with the mask back in the day. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was great. Uh, we got an uh, All-Star Comics number three facsimile edition. Um, that's the Mate, Justice is, Society. Is that the first Justice Society? Perhaps? Yeah, first JSA. Okay, very cool. Um, the Batman 139, we get a, a spooky, creepy Del Otto cardstock variant. But I, lo- I love that Jorge Menez A. That's just yeah, that's good. Nice. And I'm a big oh. fan of the Todd McFarlane toy action. Yeah, the McFarlane toys ones are here. Yeah. That's a good one. Very nice. Yeah, most of them are pretty darn good. Um, getting some fire and ice uh, uh, Polaroid Sozomiyaki, which I like. Pretty cool style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Sozomiyaki. And some poison ivies. No frizzins, but uh, Otto Schmidt's no slouch. Sorry, Drew, we've got to point out. I, I think something's wrong. There are no covers with Poison Ivy making out with Harley. Oh, man. Which has been week. every friggin' cover. Yeah. Could take a week off, I guess. Chris Samney Shazam is awesome. Yeah. I really like that. Classic comic bookery. Wonder Woman facsimile from 1942. Wow. She was on a horse? Yeah. That horse has a name, and I'm blanking on it at the oh, moment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was on our top uh, Super Pets. Yep, list. exactly. I was just about uh, to reference that. That's My hilarious. apologies to the robot overlords. And I would not like to mention Superman Unchained Deluxe Hardcore. I still have nightmares. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that one. I am going to stick on Lunar Distributions. I'm going to switch over to uh, November the 8th and see what's coming out that day. Still through Lunar, but a different corresponding day. Do you like Asterix? Because if you like crap. Asterix, you get every omnibus, nine omnibuses. Omnibuy. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Creep Show. Captain Ginger, the last feeder number one from Scout. Or Ahoy. Interesting. Creep Show, I'm not allowed to talk about. Kyle, gives Kyle nightmares. We'll Dude, I don't like this Crypt Keeper stuff, man. Well, look at the cover B by Zoe Thorogood. That's pretty neat. There's a lot of teeth. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's much better. This is less nightmare. Well, probably the same nightmares. Yeah. But if you look close, there's two rows of teeth. No, 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 I get it. No, so no, that's no. a maw inside nope. of a maw. Well, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So Mitch is a rabbit. This is from Scout Comic. Mitch mixes comedy, science fiction, and urban fantasy with the character Mitch as an anthropomorphic lead juxtaposed to the seemingly realistic world of the late 90s. Yeah. It's Chucky Roger Rabbit with a bad temper meets Indiana Jones. You know why? how you can tell it's the late 90s? Because there's a mixtape. Uh, and yeah. they're smoking. And people are smoking. There's a cassette there, an old yeah. big lighter. He apparently smokes it, carrots. Yeah. Yeah. No, no vapes. Those are. No va- Yeah. yeah uh, actually smoking something. Petrolhead, first issue. Rob Williams doing the writing on that. And there's a giant, giant solicit if you want to read it. I do not want to read that much. I do like the Phantom Road Walking Dead homage variant. With Michonne on the front of the tractor trailer. Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, same thing with Spawn, Scorch 23. The cover C is a dope Walking Dead cover with Michonne next to Scorch with a Gatling gun. Always a good time. Ah, Transformers 2. I'm looking forward to that. I'm surprisingly looking forward to that. I didn't think it would be accessible to me at all, that first issue, but it really was. Awesome. I'm super excited about that. All right, Jerry, what I'm also super excited to head over to uh, Previews World and see what else we have, starting with our boom books. Well, we don't even pretend to have image anymore. Correct. We've Approach the curb. number one from Boom Studios, Jeremy Hahn, Jason Hurley, Drew. In oh. this turbulent new horror miniseries from the writers Jeremy Hahn, which we know from Red Mother. That's not what we know him from. And no. Jeremy Hurley, The Beauty. That's what we know everybody no, That's from. what we know him from. <laughs> and artist Jess Oh, yeah, they misspelled it in the thing. Jesus Hervas, which we know from The Empty Man. A storm is coming that's bringing more than bad weather. When airport employees Mac and Abigail find themselves snowed in after a blizzard, they witness a terrible plane crash. That's right. I remember reading the solicit. <sighs> <laughs> Looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. Get the 10th issue of Damn Them All and the 10th issue of Grimm. And from our boy Justin Jordan, we have... Horror. That is um, what are our these BSE, guy? BSE variants? Because everything I'm clicking on is a BSE variant. Is that a... So there's something crazy going on? Yes. The Approach is a BSE variant. Book of Slaughter is a BSE variant. Just not these items release week and these are special versions of them? or I don't know. What does that mean? These are BSE questions. Variant. The questions you're, you're posing. Bovine, spongiform, encephalopathy. Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it is it uh, mad cow disease? Is that what these are? Mad cow disease variant? Oh my goodness, that's what that is. Mad cow disease. What did what was the letters? Was it BSE? BSE. Yeah. Um, comics. Let me, let me type in comics. Boom Studios exclusive. Same same thing as their direct reserve exclusive. I don't get it. Yeah, I think they're reissues. I think I don't know if that's how they're doing second prints or what. So well, they can't do that. They can't I be know, confusing. They've, they've got me thrown through a loop. Eric, help us out. Oh, what's going on? Uh, BSE. What the hell's our BSE? Because we never have this big of a boom slade. Yes. So now you got me rethinking it too. But I also don't read enough boom to know yes. that these have been out yet. Okay. Correct. So there's a there's specs number one, a BSE variant, which is an existing book. That yeah. I've read. So these so, are reprints. Yeah. BSEs are reprints. Yeah. Damn you. 
with things that sound good that I missed. Yeah. Oh. It's like Stuff of Nightmares number one of four, a BSE Jenny Frizen variant. So why are just like a random Grim number 10 is a BSE? That seems like <sighs> Book of Slaughter obviously is old. Yeah. But is Approach? Is Approach new or old? Yeah, because if you look at, like, Specs, Specs has number one with a BSC variant and number two with a BSC variant. It's obviously not the risk. Oh, it's, re- it approach is 20 bucks? Ugh. How did that happen? So is that and a... Yeah, there must be some special... That must be something special. What is going on? All right, I'm just skipping Boom because they've Boom now can go comfortable. screw. Never mind. Don't confuse the podcasters. Yeah, with your acronyms. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number 37... We have the regular cover A, we have the video game cover B, and we have the Disney cover C, and we have the Silk cover D. I'm or no, on, I'm sorry. The, I think I'm D. on Boom's mailing list, and I don't remember seeing any. Can be worked up. It's the Punisher M- MSC variant, <laughs> number one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Punisher, as long as you have that stupid symbol, I'm out. Even the, even the Night's End variant on Punisher, though? How about that? Does it have the symbol? It doesn't. Then we're okay. How about Scotty Young's version of the symbol? Dumb and child like him. <laughs> also doesn't pass muster. Star Wars High Republic Shadows of Starlight. I like the number two Smith variant. It's pretty. And of course we have Star Wars High Republic number one. This is the third iteration of them doing this High Republic just FY. Thanos versus the Illuminati and Thanos number one from Dynamite Drew. Yeah, Karma Michael just decided to just we ain't doing no censor bars. Forget it. You guys are all adults. Here's some boobs. <laughs> Most people that love comics are just toss them out there. <laughs> and right next to the garbage cow kids. How dare you? <laughs> it does seem kind of crazy. But our back half gives us some stuff that may or may not be new because we can't really tell anymore. Count Crowley, Mediocre Midnight Monster Hunter, number one. Those are creepy covers. Yeah. Empath, number one from Black Box Comic Drew. Okay. Brian Hawkins. Oh, his, okay. Yeah, and a strange son from a wealthy family finds his place in a chaotic city filled with vagabonds and wary individuals. But as much of his family is in his past, his reasons for leaving them behind drives his everyday choices and fuels not only his desire to help others, but also his uncanny and empowered empathetic abilities to change things for the better. But the city's ills may prove too great for him to both. An emotional and physical battle. Five dollar. So which one is Black Box? Do they want uh, is Black Box one of the ones that was doing stupid stuff? No, that was Black Mask. Okay, Black Box was fine. Yeah. All right, I like that. Okay, that's interesting. It's weird to see image here, having already looked at image up there. Yeah. The other <clears throat> Scarlet Couture, the Munich File. It's issue four. From anyone comics, they have Millennials, You Are Special, number three, but I don't know. Ha, ha. That's not one of many Star Treks. Huh. I don't know, man. Gonna be some... I was really looking at that approach. I was like, that sounds really great. Yeah. Then it became a $20 BSE book that I was uh-huh. confused about. I guess, Ooh. Kyle, I'm going to have to go with Mitch. There we and go. 
I think I'm going to go. I don't know that I'm going to go with cover A. I think I'm going to go with cover C. There we go. Now, I do want to, as we're winding down, since I didn't actually finish and throw to you, but that's okay. Um, oh, you are done yet? old go- ongoing number 145. Where? If you look at the Eastman cover, it's very Jaws homage And they are starting their road to 150. And Gavin Smith is now doing interior art on those. And Gavin Smith is my boy. Okay. So From just, uh, uh, Blue Juice? Yep, exactly. You got it. Yes, yep, exactly. And there is yet another reissue of Last Ronin. Holy cow, how many times can we go back to the well? Yes. But I definitely like that TMNT Old Going 145 cover B, the uh, Kevin Eastman version. Very cool. Um, so it's between that and Path number one, but I am going with Star Wars High Republic number one for Marvel because I'm basic. Wait a minute. After all that, you're going back to what are you going back to? Star Wars: The High Republic, number one from Marvel Comics. Star Wars: The High Republic returns for its explosive phase three. So it's another relaunch. I gotcha. Correct. Which means there's another possibility for first appearances. Which gotcha. means there's another possibility to print money. And which one is this? Uh, a Star cover Wars: a. The High Republic, number one, cover A. Cover A. I did like cover B, but I'm just going with cover A. Like so it. no Eastman. Eastman, you say spit upon you. No, no, no. I, I, it's one of those, you know, miscongeniality type things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. Sorry if you've heard a few silences from me. It's because I'm sneaking Halloween candy. My apologies. Was that a Capri Sun? Yeah, somebody gave one of the kids a Capri Sun. It was in their, their thing, and I've, I've stolen it to wash down their Starburst with. Wow. So you, so you steal the kid's... Candy tax, true. candy tax true. Candy tax true. Candy tax true. <laughs> but there is no candy tax when you head on over to Patreon.com. Find Gamblers <laughs> for Fun that. and Profit. Be part of the community. We'd love to hear from you. We want to thank, thank you so much for tagging along with Drew and myself. For Drew. For Kyle. See you. In a world ravaged by war and chaos, a group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape. The year is 2000, and the world has been plunged into darkness. The nuclear fires have burned out, leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation. But amidst the rubble and despair, a glimmer of hope still remains. Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs, enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two Past Midnight, an actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon.